about this? These two, these two people, oh, I am geeking out to the Geeks Unleashed podcast. Mark, Jasmine, what a nerd! Nerd alert! <laughs> Unleashed television. What are you talking about? Anything can be a podcast. Video game. <laughs> what is a geek? Oh, hi, Mark. The whole point is, of course, the plot is. You guys have great conversations. Oh, I am geeking out. Unleashed movies. People love movies. All right, you guys, podcast time. You're listening to the Geeks Unleashed podcast. Part of the security badass, we take our passions and our fandoms and we turn them into conversations with you. Hello, and welcome to Geeks Unleashed. This is episode 145. I'm Jasmine. I'm Devon. And you might notice that we are missing one person. Uh, Mark was unavailable for this episode. This is the first time in 145 episodes that Mark has not been available. So <laughs> that's that's a pretty pretty good record, I'd say. That's a very good record. Uh, a pretty good record. That's like three years and some change. Um, so anyway, this is Geeks Unleashed. And each week we're going to catch up on our pop culture lives. And we're going to bring you a review of something that's been adapted from the comic book or gaming world. Before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. We would love it if you would like this video and subscribe to our channel. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, we appreciate that as well. We'd also very much love it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And you can always donate to our Ko-Fi, which is always available in the show notes. So jumping right in. Geek of the Week. What you got? What you got? I know you got something, Devon. Yeah, so my Geek of the Week, something that I think a lot of gamers have been waiting for um mm-hmm. today we got confirmation on when grand theft auto 6 trailer is dropping i know i saw that and i was like I'm i so hate so these so new so things where they're like here's a teaser for a teaser and i'm just mm-hmm. like oh my god just give me the teaser like why right. do i need a teaser for a teaser it's not even a full trailer it's a teaser i'm, I'm so like so part of me is excited but part of me is a little bummed because this week um is the game awards ah uh, yes it's december 7th and they're dropping the trailer on December 5th. So uh, it's almost like they're kind of like railroading Jeff Keighley and his show. And I'm like, yeah. why? But I'm hoping that they'll show the trailer uh, December 5th, 9 a.m. Eastern, I believe, is when it goes live. And then okay. they'll have like more at the Game Awards. So fingers crossed. I don't know why you wouldn't just like world premiere it at the Game Awards. Like that seems it's, quite silly to me. Yeah, it's Rockstar, man. They do what they want. They have so much pull that it doesn't matter when they announce it. Or, I guess. Whatever, but I it, guess it does suck. So That's what happens when you're one of the big boys, huh? Exactly. Uh all right. Okay. So well I mean it's kind of cheating. We usually don't do this, but no one's here to stop me. So uh who do you that's... think is gonna get game of the year? Ooh, that's a good one. So I think it's between two games. Um, I really want it to be Baldur's Gate 3. Okay, I really okay. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win it just because of what they achieved and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of stiff competition between, uh, it, I mean, Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom because mm. Legends of the fans, they pull out, man. They come out of the woodwork yeah. and that game was big. And I think Baldur's Gate 3 has recency bias behind mm-hmm. it okay Whereas that's if fair tears, if tears of the kingdom came out in like september it would win it no problem but yeah that's always because... the hard part right like it's the same thing with the oscars and any of the big movie things it's mm-hmm. like by the time you get to the end of the year i don't remember what i watched in january that's... or february exactly so yeah i th- i really do think that Baldur's gate 3 and i really hope Baldur's gate 3 wins it because 
Larian Studios definitely deserves it. I mean, 25 years in the making. You know, it's been 25 or 20 years, something like that, since Jeez. the last game came out. I've only played about 30 hours of Baldur's Gate 3, which is not enough to even scratch the surface. But <laughs> that game's so good. It's so good. But yeah, I think Baldur's Gate 3. I'm super excited to watch the game more. So right. I'll be watching it. Yeah, I usually watch them. Um, and every year, I'm always more excited about the trailers like yeah, i'm always more excited about who's announcing premieres. what like what the world premieres are because most of the time like i don't ever play more than one maybe two of the triple a games per year like so there's never been a time where it's like i've played all five of these games and i have a you know a horse in the race it's just kind of like i only played one game this year so i don't really know right, right, <laughs> right, right. what about your geek of the week oh my gosh okay so my geek of the week now, for people that listen all the time, you know that I read webtoons, web comics every day. I read something like every day. I read at least an hour of web comics, and I got one in print format. I was so excited. This That's is sweet. one of my favorites. Um, it's Dangerous Convenience Store, Volume One. It is spicy. This is the kind of book that comes plastic wrapped. Oh. So, and it's got the good old parental advisory warning on the backside there. Oh, um, so it's spicy, spicy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. It's still okay. censored in the book, uh, okay. but it is hella spicy. Um, yeah. It's it's one of my favorite BLs, which is the boys love. Uh, okay. It's a big trend, though. Like nowadays, they're starting to do a lot more of the Korean man- manwas uh, versus like the Japanese manga. Um, they're doing a lot more of those where they start out as a webtoon and then they get so popular that they become a print syndication as well uh so this is my second korean comic that what my second korean webtoon that i've bought in hard well not hardcover it's paperback format but an actual physical copy i'm just so excited that's awesome the only thing like i love these kinds of books but like because they're so picture heavy you finish it in a day and it's just like ah gotta wait for the next one <laughs> i know i know like you spend 20 bucks on it and then you finish the whole thing in a day and i'm just like oh, great now i gotta wait for the translation because right. it gets printed obviously in korean first and then yes. it gets translated to english so volume two is not coming out until february but it is already yeah. on my watch list um but i'm just it just makes me really happy that i can take the web versions and now i have like hard copies it's a copy of it nice that's yeah. awesome so all right. As you can see, well, if you're watching, you can see that we are festive. Devon is wearing his Christmas hat. I am wearing a Christmas shirt. The O-Fudge moment <laughs> from A Christmas Story. Because today we are talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. This was released in 2022. December. No, I'm, no, I'm sorry. November 25th. This- 2022 god i can't get that out right Uh, (laughs) it is written and directed by james gunn as usual for the guardians franchise based of course on the marvel comics the first appearance of this version of the guardians was 2008 from annihilation conquest number six and that is created by dan abnett and andy lanning this short film short it's it was disney plus it was never a theatrical release it was 42-minute runtime, released on Disney+. Plus. It stars our usual suspects. Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillian, Palm Clementieff, Sean Gunn, Kevin Bacon, the old 97s, and Luke Klein. Yes. Um, 
So just a few fun facts, because again, a runtime of only 42 minutes, there ain't too much going on here. Right. <laughs> we, we are not doing super deep dives or anything like that. This does not do anything to advance the MCU stories forward. It is just kind of a, here's a fun little thing to get you guys to the next film. Um, so fun fact number one, James Gunn has had this idea for a long time. Um, so let's see, this was 2022 and the first Guardians came out in 2014. So James Gunn had probably been working on this for about five years uh, before. I think I think it was one of those things where he's the kind of guy that annoyed the crap out of Kevin Feige. And Kevin was just like, dude, fine, whatever. Like, I don't Still. care. Do your special, but it's not theatrical. Like, I'll give you a Disney Plus special. And James Gunn was like, yes, I'll take it. Perfect. Um, so fun fact number two, the old 97s, which is the alien band on nowhere that is in this little short is actually one of james gunn's favorite bands um and the song that they sing at the end of the film the one with kevin bacon um on the vocals like that is actually one of the old 97 songs but they kind of re-recorded it so that they could record kevin bacon's vocals for the end for the end scene um, and then that first song that they sing when the credits roll at the beginning or when the titles roll at the beginning of, the, of this little short, uh, James Gunn wrote those lyrics wow. <laughs> for the band, That's sick. which was funny because I loved that song so much because they basically called Santa Claus a criminal. It's like right. the best, was... the best lock pick ever. Right. As I was listening to it, I was like, I got to add this to my Spotify because this is I know, right? Awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's wow, par for the course for the Guardians, right? Because like right. everything about this franchise revolves around music, so it's no right. no surprise that even right. the holiday special would have a banger in it too. But like right. when they started singing that song, because of, of course, like they're aliens and none of them are from Earth, and like like when when they start talking about Christmas, of course, I didn't expect them to understand Christmas at all, and so like I was expecting something awful. But when they started the song, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of catchy. <laughs> And it's like, it, and it makes sense too, because it's like, when you think of Santa, like, yeah, I mean, he is breaking and entering into hell. Yes. Yes. Wow. And everybody loves him for it. Like, <laughs> right. I, I thought the way that they kind of put that all together was so funny. Because, no, I mean, no. like, if, if you, I guess it's like, if you literally try to explain the concept of Santa Claus to an alien, like, they would probably think, like, everybody is okay with some dude just breaking into your house once a year. Like, right. what and the hell kind of stuff, stuff is that? Off. Right. Yeah. Who breaks into your house and leaves you some shit, you know? <laughs> um, all right. Fun fact number three. So in the comics, it is it was always the case that Mantis and Peter were half siblings. Um, but that was not something that they covered in the previous film when we meet Mantis. Um, and so they did address it in this one, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, and that was like a really sweet moment too between Peter and Mantis uh, toward the end. And my last little piece here is uh, that this was filmed while they were already filming volume three. Wow. So two birds, one stone. They were just like, uh, uh, I'm sure James Gunn was like, look, before Kevin changes his mind, we got to hurry up and like, film this right. holiday special while we're also filming volume three. Um, so that's why every, like to me, when I was watching this, I was like, everybody seems so fresh. And I was like, well, you just watched like the third film also. So mm -hmm. it, it's very similar in tone to the third film. Um, mm -hmm. So that's what we got for fun facts. Sweet. 
And on to Mark's favorite segment, the IMDb summary of this holiday special. Star-Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans in an all-new original special created for Disney+. Plus. That tells you absolutely nothing <laughs> about what happened. I really want to know who gets paid to do these IMDb summaries because you have to have like the best job on the planet because technically you aren't doing your job. Like these are, these are not summaries that you're writing, but I'm assuming that you're still collecting a paycheck. Can you hit us up? Can you like reach out to us? I would love to interview you. I'm, I'm just, I'm so curious. Let me, let me submit some of my own. I know. Right. <laughs> Cause like, that just, I mean, literally doesn't tell you what's going to happen in this at all. Not, not, I mean, it's not a summary. Like that's not my definition of a summary. A summary gives you like some kind of, summization of what is about to happen no none of that none of that imdb doesn't believe in that anyway the, guardian, the guardians <laughs> go to earth to kidnap earth's greatest hero yeah that would have been a summary right because because you're then like, you're like who's who their greatest be? hero yeah right. exactly could it be? makes you it makes you ask some questions versus right. they get into some shenanigans well they, i mean they're the guardians they get into shenanigans and everything like right. thanks a lot thanks a lot imdb Sweet. all right so this holiday special, it time-wise, inside the MCU, is set between Thor Love and Thunder and Guardians Volume 3. So that means, and I didn't realize there were this many films. Like I am behind on I'm there are a couple in here that I haven't seen. So this special falls between films 29 and 32. And I was like, dang, we're already at 32 films. But no, technically we're at 33 because the Marvels just came out this month. Well, last month in November. Yep. And the Marvels makes the 33rd theatrical film in the MCU. Mm. So that's a whole lot of stuff. That is, that's so much. And we, um, so we've been spending some time talking about the cost of entry uh, for this franchise. Since it does sort of feel like it's independent of the MCU, but at this point, because Gamora was involved in Endgame and Thanos collecting the, you know, the what is it, the Lightstone, the Infant, uh, oh, the, not the, um, oh, I can't remember what the Redstone is called. Oh, so it's the it's the Reality Stone. Reality Stone. So yeah. that's he. You know, we we Gamora died. The Gamora that we know died to collect that stone. So. At oh, this point, the, the stone that he collected, the soul stone. Soul, thank you, the soul yeah, stone. That's, that's what he used to come up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that is the part now where it's like, okay, now the guardians have been brought into the fold, and now it's like you got to have some kind of knowledge of some of the other films at this point because if you watch this holiday special without having seen Infinity War or Endgame, you have no idea why Gamora is missing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, now you're like, where's Gamora? Right. Right. So like, I have not seen, let's see. Okay. So I have some notes here on where we are. So essentially this is right at the very beginning of phase five. So phase four ended with Black Panther Wakanda forever. That was the last film of phase four. Right before that we had Thor Love and Thunder. Right before that we had Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now those two films, Doctor Strange 2 and Thor Love and Thunder what is that? The fourth Thor film. I have not seen either one of those. <sighs> I know. 
<laughs> you okay, so you might like if you like the first Doctor Strange, you'll like this one. Okay. Um, I think that one. I think this one, because I going in didn't really know anything about Doctor Strange. Loved the first one. Saw the second one. Loved it. It was. Mm -hmm. There's some mind blowing moments in that movie. So okay. When you watch it, we'll have to talk about it because it's great. And then. <laughs> There's a lot of people that didn't really like Love and Thunder. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I would say it's more of it kind of walks the same line as the Eternals. So you, okay. you might not like it. But oh, I'll, dear. There's a, lot, there's a lot of people that didn't really like it. But Yeah, I, I've heard very, very mixed feelings on Love and Thunder. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, those those two I have not seen. Um, yeah, so I... I so since I did not see those two films, do you think that I am missing anything by watching this version, this holiday special? Like, am I missing any nuance or anything like that? Well, no. Because I know that Thor and the Guardians are are now, like, a thing. Yeah, but you don't really miss much just because, yeah, you don't really, you don't really need to see those two films to get into this. Okay, cool. Um, I'd have to watch them again, but I don't believe so. No. So basically, as long as you have seen. Uh, so in our previous episodes, we covered obviously volume one and volume two. Now with yeah. those films, you didn't really need much. Like you could have gone into those films and you would have been fine if you hadn't mm -hmm. been up to date on MCU stuff. But now at this point, you at the very least would have to have seen Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame to really have a good understanding of why things are the way that they are yep. at this point with the guardians. So, I mean, given that we're technically at film number 33, I, I feel like that's not so bad. Like if you only had to watch two more extra films to understand this part. Right. So what are your overall thoughts on our little 42 minute holiday special? I loved it. Um, there were some things that, you know, happened, like, even in the beginning, like, mm -hmm. with, like, the whole band playing and all that. Um, even before that, I didn't realize that, you know, they had bought Nowhere from the collector. Uh -huh. like that. So, like, that, to, to me, that was cool. I was like, oh, wow. So, now they've got, like, a base. Basically. A home base, yeah. Like, right. So, like, that was cool. Um I loved all the interactions with the characters. I mean, Cosmo being there was yes. amazing. So that was that was a lot of fun. I think I wasn't really expecting much going into it, mm -hmm. and I really loved it. I like from beginning to end. I thought it, it was great. The its pacing is very well, like well done too. It, mm -hmm. it paced itself very well, and I think they told a good story. Um, also honoring Yandu. After yeah he's you know gone but with this story too um yeah i think i really i really really enjoyed it like, <laughs> a lot like a lot like i'm gonna watch it again yeah i'm in the same boat actually like i didn't i didn't expect to enjoy it but like when they got to the concept of peter is sad how can we make peter happy oh i get it why don't we go to earth and kidnap kevin bacon and as soon as that was the plot i was like Okay, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I am all in. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am just all in. And I don't know. There's just something about like a really silly hijinks film. 
Um, and that's just exactly what this felt like. This was just like silly. It was just a silly hijinks kind of unbelievable and realistic thing, but it all came together. And it's, I don't know. It felt very par for the course for this franchise. Like nothing felt out of place. The fact that they went and kidnapped a human being from earth, like that seems normal. It's like, yeah, that checks. (laughs) And I think the fact that it was Drax and Mantis doing it. Yes. Because from the last film, you know, those, their, their relationship together Mm -hmm. was great. And you just get more of that brother sister relationship here. Yeah. And it's just those two bouncing off of each other. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, Because they're both just so out of place. Like, and that's that, that trope of like people being out of place in a certain time is one of my favorite kind of things. It's like, you so very clearly don't belong where you are. And like, it's everything that you do is indicative of like, you don't belong here. But to me, it's just so funny. Like, when that it's, lady was like oh yeah you want a star map you want to know where kevin bacon lives 40 bucks mantis right. is just like no give it to me for free <laughs> right exactly but just like the moment of them drinking in the bar having oh a yeah time yeah like them the whole thing with the cops everything like yeah ugh, it was just hilarious it was so good yeah yeah so did you have any favorite scenes um i i had a few favorite scenes okay. i think the trope that they go with with Rocket, the whole like him with the body parts thing, like Nebula, yes, yes. him opening the gift and saying Bucky's arm. So like in my head, I'm like, okay, one, how did she get it? How did she get no, it? Right? How did like, she, she steal Bucky's arm? There's a uh, need to know. Unless, I know. Unless she found it on the collector's like, like in his collection or something. Like if he collected or something, I have no idea. But like to me, I was like, how did she get? Bucky's arm. My, I like that was that was my question too because that was also one of my favorites. And it was so funny. Like as I was watching it, when he opened the box, like I said Bucky's arm at the exact same time that he said Bucky's arm, and I was like, oh my god, I've been watching way too much of the Guardians. Like I'm too in sync with you guys. But it must have happened like after the battle in Infinity War, right? Like everybody else is tending to the wounded, and Nebula is just like yoink. Right. I need to watch it again because I need to see if like she took it or something. Well, because, like, at the very end of the, whoa, at the end when he goes to uh, Wakanda, or they show him waking up at the end of the first Black Panther film in the end credit scene, like, he's armless. Yeah. I assumed that the Wakandans took his arm because they were going to, like, make it better, but instead they gave him a new arm, and I'm guessing they gave him a new arm because Nebula hijacked his shit. Yeah. Like, that was so funny. Oh, I agree. That was a really good scene. I love I loved that scene. I loved the whole, like I said, the cop scene was great. Mm-hmm. Like, just Mant- Mantis and Drax messing up the cops, him getting upset because he doesn't have his little elf yes. buddy, but she has her thing. And she's like, I'm responsible because oh, I held on to I it. I held on like, to it. Like, no, you're not. You guys are both dumb. Like, yeah, you guys are idiots. Uh, oh. It was just so good. They are like Tweedledum and Tweedledee to me. Like they are just like the stupidest duo, but they're so funny when they're together. They're so innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how about you? Any favorite scenes? I honestly, like from my time of living in Los Angeles, when they are on the Walk of Fame outside of Man's Chinese Theater, I was like, this looks exactly like any day that you walk in front of the Chinese theater. Like this this doesn't even seem staged at all like this is this is the wildest thing and the whole money exchange like um i took one of my friends to the walk of fame one time and 
I, it's my fault. I forgot to tell her that you have to pay the people to take pictures with them. And so she got so upset and she started arguing with this guy that was dressed as like Heath Ledger's Joker because she wanted a picture. And then he was, after the picture, he was like, okay, like five bucks. And she was like, what? I'm not paying you five bucks. And I was like, oh no, yeah, you totally have to pay him five bucks. <laughs> she was oh like, my God. Why did you tell me? And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Bad. sorry. Like, sorry, it's normal here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I didn't even think about it. So, so I thought that whole sequence was just like so on point for LA. I was like, yeah, this 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 also checks. Like <laughs> definitely something that happens on any given day. I think her seeing Steve and just yelling Steve like yeah. after like because she <laughs> like she just really met him. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you think about it, she just really met him and she's like, Steve, oh my god. I know we're on a first name basis already. Right. Like, like I don't like, think that you guys were that close. Right, exactly. I was like, okay, Steve, <laughs> all right. Yeah, but and then like uh, I don't know that it was just it was perfect. Drax getting upset because he saw the the robot. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! All right, so favorite characters. I have a feeling I know who you're gonna say, but favorite characters. Oh yeah, I mean Mantis and Drax really take the cake for me. Yeah, percent in this because it's really just them. Um, Also, Cosmo, Cosmo was. Just from the introduction of, because you really see more of Cosmo in this movie than obviously the first one, mm-hmm. the second one. But you really see, it's a her, right? Yes. Cosmo's a They sh- changed sh- it for the film, yeah. yes. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I figured. Um, just her and Rocket's, like, yes. dynamic too. Hilarious. Absolutely oh, hilarious. yeah. Loved it. Loved it. I think, I, I think also going back to the scene thing, mm-hmm. when... Kevin Bacon first comes out of the box and Rocket's like, calm down, dude. Like, we're, we're like everything's good. Everything's good. He's like, is that a talking raccoon? He's like, I'm going to kill you. He's like, don't you ever go. I'm like, Rocket, please. Like, you need to stay cool too. Yeah. But yeah, I think Cosmo as well. I, I throw her in with Mantis and Drax, definitely. Yeah. That's hilarious. Cosmo getting her shine. I love uh, it. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite is <laughs> it's so like, just the the lead singer of the alien band <laughs> i don't even yes. know why but like yes. he was he stood out to me so much in that opening sequence with like the the christmas song and he was just like all in like he was just so into it and chris so Pre- or star lord is just like dude that is not at all how santa claus works and he's not a criminal and this that and the other but that i mean like to me the band was just so great because they were just like, no, man, this Christmas thing that you Earthers do, it's so weird, but we kind of love it. <laughs> right. They, they're all in. Yeah. Like, the it. the fact that everyone else is obsessed with Christmas now, um, I thought was really funny. And I think, like, my other favorite character, I'm going to have to give it to Kevin Bacon. Just oh, because, like, can you imagine getting that phone call? Like, hey, so uh, we want you to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy special. And I'm wondering if, like, if they started there and then Kevin Bacon is thinking, sweet, like my X-Men, you know, role didn't really do much. Like maybe I'll finally get to get to be part of the MCU. And then they're like, so here's the premise. And Kevin Bacon still accepts it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Like what a good sport, you know? Yeah. So good. He was hilarious. He crushed it. Yeah, Kevin Bacon seems like the type of guy. Like, I would totally hang out at a bar and have a beer with him. Like, he okay. seems like that kind of that kind of dude. You know, it's actually it's actually funny because when he was in in the movie when he's going through like the scene and they were talking about Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. and like 
I watched that movie more like I'd never seen that one. I think it's it's the fir- it's the first yeah, it's the first Friday the thirteenth, right? Yeah. He's Friday the thirteenth, right? Yeah, Jason. Yeah. It was the <clears> first <throat> one. And technically, if you've never seen that movie, I'm sorry, but um it's technically not Jason. No, it's not. It, it's his mom. If you watch Scream, you would know that. Yes. So like <laughs> it's just so funny because when I saw Kevin Bacon there, I was like, oh. This I was like, oh my god, it's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and then when he eventually dies in the movie, I, I got jump scared during that because yeah. I was not expecting it. I was just like, oh my god, yeah, oh so my god, he, they killed Kevin Bacon. When he said it, in, when he said it in this, I just I paused it and I just started laughing because yeah, like, that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, so funny. Oh man. So, all right, anything you would have cut or changed? Oh no, absolutely not. Yeah, no. I think they crushed it with the special. I think this is exactly the kind of thing that you expect from this franchise. Like, it was silly. It was campy. It had some heart. Um, it had some really good one-liners. And it was just kind of like the most unexpected people pop up. Like, just just the fact that we actually got Kevin Bacon in this special, like, to me, was so funny. And I think, like, coming off the heels of having David Hasselhoff, like, do a cameo in the last film. And then you actually got Kevin Bacon to be in this thing. That's that's really who I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be David Hasselhoff. So yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. They're going to get the Hoff, but then it's like Kevin Bacon. I'm like, oh, this is yeah, perfect. Chef's kiss. Yes. And like, I think when this first came out, I remember hearing about Kevin Bacon, but like, I didn't really pay attention to it. So like, this was the first time I had seen it. It's been out for just over a year, but like, this was the first time I had seen it, and so it was just kind of like they're really going to do it. They're really going to go and still Kevin Bacon. And then just like the seriousness in Drax's face when he asked him like, but you saved a town by dancing. Right. And I think just it's like, no. And I think it's heartwarming too with Craglin, like mm. talking to Kevin Bacon. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're one of his heroes, you know? He, yeah. He actually saved the entire galaxy by dancing. And you don't think about it in that context. Yeah. So then when he says it, you're like, you know, he really did. He really just distracted him with that dance off, and right? Then literally stopped Ronan with the power stone. Yeah, like, wild. And yeah, Kevin Bacon's like, "All right, I gotta do something." About yeah, it. he's like, "Okay, fine, fine. Okay, let right. me save the galaxy again, right. or he's not like, again, but for the first time." <laughs> I'll see you guys at Easter. I'm yeah. like, please, 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 please. I'm well, I mean, yeah. are we gonna get an Easter special? Because at that was the end credit scene with. Rocket and Groot and Cosmo decorating Groot for Christmas as a Christmas tree. Um, and then Groot drops everything and Rocket's like, well, guess we're going to need another special. Yep. Fingers crossed. Give it to me, please. James got who, who else? Who else would they have? Okay, so hypothetically, we get an Easter special. Okay. that's. I mean, that makes sense. It's another really big Earth holiday uh, that aliens probably wouldn't understand, especially because it revolves around an Easter bunny, like giving candy to kids. Like another thing that aliens would probably be like, you humans are weird. <clears throat> you guys just let anybody hang out with your kids. Um, okay. So if we were to get an Easter special, do you actually think Kevin Bacon would come back or are we going to get someone else? If Kevin Bacon doesn't come back, give me either. I don't know if you can do it. Cause I'm, I'm not too sure how franchises line up. Give me Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh, okay, Rabbit, okay. Rabbit. Bugs Bunny, maybe. Just like a little, okay. like, okay. Maybe. I don't know how you would do it, but I think that'd be cool. Those two. Okay, 
Okay, so you went the real bunny route, like a I real, uh, well, not real, but like a bunny bunny. Okay, right. okay. We got an Easter special. They would have to, they'd have to get it from Warner Brothers, though. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. Yeah, Warner Brothers probably wouldn't. Let yeah. Oh, just out of spite, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if we got an Easter special. Kevin Bacon already said he was going to come back. I wonder if, like, he would bring other people with him. Like, right, like who does he bring? what if he brought Rob Lowe with him or something? That'd like, be awesome. Who, who else was around, like, during that time? Oh, ha He talks he about brought, Hasselhoff uh, all the time. What if he brought um, Henry, Henry Winkler? What if he brought oh, my God, yes, him? because what he did, he did make a whole Fonz joke, right? What if he brought the Fonz and he's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, you got to come. But you have to wear a leather jacket. Yeah. Just like the funds. Oh, yes. God. It would be awesome. You're welcome, Marvel. You're welcome. Yeah. Just be sure to give us credit or like invite us to the premiere or something. Cut like, check. come on. Right. Yes. As Anthony <laughs> cut, Mackie says, cut, cut the check. Cut, cut the check. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's, this was way too short to really put too much thought into it. But uh, I think, I think we covered just about everything. So, uh, all right. Out of five, what do you rate it? I'm going to go four or five. You're going to go what now? 4.5. Okay, okay. Uh, 4.5. I'll, same. I'll go same. I'm saving the five for the last <clears throat> one because I already know the five is probably, the last one's going to get a five out of me. So I'm going oh. 4.5. Okay. <laughs> We're going to stick it right there. Okay, 4.5. I'll go 4.5 just because like, it's super campy, super cheesy. It was it was just like a quick hit. Like it was nice and fun. And it was everything that this franchise and these characters are known for. Um, so I think it was just like this was like the sweet spot, right? right. Not it, it didn't take itself seriously, obviously. Yep. <laughs> Kidnapping Kevin Bacon. Wow. <gasps> oh man. Okay, so four and a half. This that that means this is the highest rated guardians that we've had so far. Okay, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I definitely am very excited for you to watch three for the first time. Um, I will. I will say, like <laughs> me doing this, talking about these, makes me want to go and watch through like all the shows I've missed. Mm -hmm. So like, I haven't seen She Hulk, Moon Knight, Hawkeye. I'm trying to think what else. I've actually never seen Punisher. I've never seen. Oh. Yeah. What? I'm, I've never seen. I mean, I've never seen Luke Cage. Didn't hear it was that great. Never Luke, seen Jessica Jones. Luke Cage. Yeah. The first season of Luke Cage is yeah. really good. Is it? Okay. Um, Punisher. Yeah. Punisher is, it's this, it, like right below Daredevil. Like Daredevil is here. Punisher yeah. is right here. Like it is so good. It was yeah. phenomenal. I was shocked at how good Punisher was. Like the, the Frank Castle casting was chef's kiss like yeah. the only other person that was cast better robert Downey jr is iron man like this this version of frank castle like it erases every other version of frank castle for me like he's so good john barenthal so good i'm gonna have to watch it i've, I've put all these watch it on on my list <laughs> to watch because i need to i need to do it well do you it. got plenty of time so uh marvel is working on redoing everything that they've done with daredevil so far because yeah. They're so concerned about how things have just not been up to snuff lately. Yeah. Um, so they're reevaluating what they have shot for 
their version of Daredevil. So fingers nice. crossed they get it right. Um, definitely. Ooh, if you go back and do a rewatch, you're definitely going to have to like hit us up and let us know because uh, I'd be very... I have not seen She-Hulk. So I need to put that on my list. Um, but the other ones, I'm, I'm going to tell you ahead of time, Moon Knight is weird. Yeah. It it uh, it requires some, <laughs> uh, some very like circular thinking it is it's quite bizarre and it only gets weirder as the episodes go on uh but i enjoyed moon knight because oscar isaac can make anything good so like he's just so good you know yeah all right so there it is guardians of the galaxy holiday special it's 42 minutes it is super fun just watch it it's it's worth your time Next episode, which is probably going to be our final episode of 2023, as we round out the year, we are going to be covering, very obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And you're going to be able to find us on all the social media platforms. We are everywhere at Geeks Unleashed, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And Devon, where can they find you? You guys can find me um, at the Good Game Guys podcast on uh, well at Good Game Guys Pod on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Awesome, awesome! And you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts: Google, Podbean, Apple, Spotify. We are everywhere. So please leave us a five star review and tell your geeky friends. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>